Roy Hodgson steps down, and it's David Moyes, their next to go. Evening, Tate. Evening, Jack. You all right? Yes, how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Nice weekend? Yeah. Yeah, it was all right. Bit of work and went out Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah, Spurs weren't weren't great, but... You didn't end up, and didn't end up going in the end, did you? No, no, I didn't Spurs. go. Uh, brother and dad did, but yeah, I didn't... I didn't go in the end. Probably quite, quite a good, good but game to train. Miss. Yeah, the train strikes as it is train. Yeah, and it's the same for everyone, and obviously everyone from this area. But yeah, just a bit of a nightmare <clears throat> getting in and out. So yeah, I thought better yeah, off it. I've got the same this weekend. Um, Arsenal Newcastle mm. eight, eight o'clock kickoff. Oh, is that Sunday? Saturday. Oh, Saturday with the bu- with the buses. So a bus to was it Newby Park? Oh, you're gonna do it? Yeah. Oh, brave. Oh. Thought I could drive, but I'll have a few beers and hopefully mm. get a good result. But could be a cab home from Emirates. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. tonight's uh, episode title: More misery for Moyes, and the top four race heats up. So another exciting weekend of Premier League football. We'll start off the podcast with some West Ham chat and some David Moyes conversations. There were some banners at uh, the City Ground. Moyes out the first time I think I've seen them this season. Yeah, I've, yeah, you hear it and you speak to people, but yeah, actual s- physical signs, yeah, probably. So we'll touch on that, and then we'll also move on to a bit of relegation, the three teams, two teams are just a shambles down there, and then maybe a touch on a bit on Palace, obviously Roy Hodgson stepped down as Crystal Palace manager today, yep. and then a bit on the top four, top four, Tottenham, Man United and Aston Villa going for that fourth place, mm-hmm. and then we'll round up with our usual team of the week, winner, loser, and prediction. Um, before we start, though, I'd just like to say if everyone listening has enjoyed the shows and so far, if we could, if you have not shared it already to friends or family or anyone that you can hit um, subscribe and give us a rating on either Spotify or Apple Music, because we actually got an email the other day that said basically the way podcasts get advertised, they are done by ratings. So if you get more recent ratings and five stars and they get promoted to other people. So, um, if you haven't shared it already or given it a like, then then please do, and we'll be very, very, um, what's the word, thankful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's start <clears throat> with the teaser. Ooh. And don't worry, this isn't a... Uh, I've played for two teams. One. <laughs> <laughs> Been a bit lazy of those ones recently. I like that one, so. This Sunday is the Carabao Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea. But which two players have won the competition the most times? <clears throat> right, let's crack on to the main part. Mm. Got a question for you. Are West Ham fans right to want the end of David Moyes' reign? Come straight for it. <clears throat> um, oh, it's, yeah, I guess I know everyone <laughs> listening, the, everyone will be going mad, but mm, yes, ultimately, I think they are. I think they are right. I don't necessarily. Th- I mean, I suppose if they want him out, there's only certain things you can really get it done. But I do think there's a lot to discuss about it, I think. But yes, ultimately, I do understand. And yeah, I think change for them could be could be quite a good thing. Mm. What do you reckon? Do you I mean, I've got, I've got a few notes here. But by most measures, David Moyes done an impressive job at West Ham. Yeah. But the underlying factors that are there for paying fans and West Ham supporters... Um, are probably only ones they can see because mm. they watch them week in, week out. Mm. They pay money to go and watch. 
and it's quite um, evident that since the results have changed since the new year, the the turn mm. on wanting him gone has um, has increased. Mm. Uh, the, the 2024 form, like we spoke about, has just sparked an outpouring of frustration. But the the wider disconnect, like we said, from my point of view, you, you struggle to see why the one because you look at I only look at the league table and think, oh, you've done this, you've done that. But as a, if you look more into it, the football they're playing is dire. Yeah, there there is a nucleus of good players that are attacking for their players mm. that could do more, but just aren't because of the way they're set up to play, and it's mm. negative. Yeah, and yeah, the 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 way the style of football that Moyes is playing or has always played it's not just suddenly twenty twenty four he's changed the way they've played they've played this way the whole time it's just now they're in a obviously like I said a terrible terrible um, bit of form what is it no no win in twenty twenty four haven't won since they beat us Arsenal on the twenty eighth of December yeah. having been knocked out uh, FA Cup by Bristol City who are struggling in the in the league. And that was over two games as well. Obviously, they drew mm. the first game and then lost the, the, the second game. Is there's a frustration building, and like we said, it, it acclimatized, not acclimatized. It, um, I don't know what I'm looking for there, but it. Um, what's the word looking what for? What do you mean? What as in got to the top, uh, accelerated or with yeah, the sign with the yeah. banners and yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, come to boiling point. Boiling point, <laughs> basically. Yeah, they got mm. they got to that they got to boiling point and. I can see why they want to change. They want a, yeah. a younger, new, exciting manager yeah. that's going to play a brand of football they want to enjoy. I do, yeah, I do understand that, but also in the same sentence, and you're probably going mad if you're listening, you're West Ham, all the rest of it, but those fans suddenly think they've got this God gift, they're entitled, they've got this God given right to, we must demand entertaining football. But you think about their managers have had in recent times Moyes, Billich. Sam Allardyce, Pardew, Alan Kerbishley might have played slightly better football. Zola was a nice character, but he got him relegated. They've been relegated twice since 2000. Um, and yes, and don't worry, you're probably West Ham fans going mental. Like, oh, you've done right. Well, yeah, you have, but I don't remember a West Ham team playing entertaining football and oh my god, they're unbelievable. Yes, they've they've had brilliant players, Pyatt. Even you go back, Decanio was brilliant. Defoe was good for them. Declan Rice in recent times. Bowen, Paqueta, Kudos. Now, yes, they they are brilliant players, but they've never played this exciting, scintillating Barcelona tiki tac. I just don't don't understand why they suddenly think they've got this. Yeah, they're entitled to this this beautiful football and all the rest of it. But but then I, again, I do totally understand what they're currently viewing is awful. It's it's got awful. And I firsthand Mourinho. Uh, Conte prime examples and that Mourinho and Conte are like elite elite managers and even that is god awful so I mean if you look at David Moyes compared to the rest of the Premier League managers now he's the last one there may be a couple of us down the bottom but the last one in that middle pack that middle to upper pack that are playing that style of football mm. he, he openly chooses to have 30% of the ball each mm. game but teams around them I'll just start with Spurs obviously Ange's a Wants to get on the mm-hmm. ball and play nice football. Man United, Brighton, Newcastle, um, West Ham, then Chelsea, Wolves, Fulham, Bournemouth, Brentford. Mm. They're all sort of teams that get on the ball and want to dictate play. Yeah. And I don't think it's too much for West Ham fans to ask or want to be able to set up like a Brighton. Brighton have nothing like behind the scenes that West Ham couldn't mm. have or don't have. The same as the likes of Wolves and Fulham and mm. and Bournemouth. 
sacked Gary O'Neill because they wanted the players sent away. Because Gary O'Neill's now doing that at Wolves. And there are entertaining teams to watch. And West Ham fans are more within their right to demand that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And when you've got players like like a front three of Paqueta, Bowen, Kudos, the frustration is there that, come on, we've you've bought these players, mm. play them a certain way to get mm. the best out of them. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, and the, yeah, the style of football is just, it must be, or it is, I know, you know exactly what it's like. But like you said, that, I'd say the top eight now, but all of the teams that are currently above West Ham may not fall into that. They sort of, they've done a bit of both. They're, maybe they're finding their way a little bit more, a bit more aggressive and a bit more attacking and whatever else. But yeah, I just don't, for me, I don't understand the, I don't know, I just feel like it's, very reactionary and it's suddenly right 24 having a stinker right get Moyes out we need I've seen some horrid shouts I've seen uh, Amaron from is it Sporting um, well I've, I've got some I've got some names for, for you for, Jes- for Jessica or something go on yeah go on read them off got some names these these are the uh, what's that one two three the four the top four favourites cool. um, Graham Potter Will Still <laughs> from uh, is it Stade Rene yeah, yeah. Stade Rene uh, Michael Carrick and yeah. Steve Cooper. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. But then that is, I don't know. I'm sure. I think Potter would be a a, a good addition. Like that, be the right choice. Cooper, no, I'd definitely for me, no, that's not a. I wouldn't be inspired. I'm so excited to watch West Ham again. But I think Potter should be the should be the one they're going for. I mean, you mentioned it earlier when you touched on Spurs and and Conte, and I've got some numbers here, and also my own opinion on when people, when you have a manager, and people from the outside look back on it with um, Mm. rose-tinted glasses. Mm. Everyone knows that I'm a big, staunch, not an Unai Emery fan, (laughs) and when people look back on it now, and they always say, oh, he was harshly treated, he got you fifth, got you to Mm. the European trophy final, when Arsenal was recording um, Europe is poor, and it is poor. Mm. But like our, our mate Nick would always say about um, West Ham, it's anyone could have gotten to that. Mm. They had Paqueta and Rice. They had a £200 million partnership yeah. in midfield. They had the best player. And I think he even said the other, he said early on the radio on TalkSport, yeah. <laughs> give him a bit of a shout out, that Amrabat was their best player yeah. playing for Florentino. And yeah. look at the state of him at Man United. Yeah. That, and similarly to Spurs, if you look at Spurs last season, Conte had the best start ever to a Spurs season. Mm. Obviously, Ange just eclipsed it this season. But after 25 games last season, you had 45 points and Ange Ball, and he's got all this, got all this, the uh, fans back on his, mm. back on side, and and this and that, and it's all rosy yeah. and it's fun, yeah. and you're enjoying your football again. Yeah, you're two points better off mm. for for all that. Mm. Like it, it is a mindset at the end of the yeah. day. You you now openly go to Spurs enjoying it, not yeah, think, not. Oh. And it, it is, and that yeah. what what we do? We don't all go there because we can't all win the games. We can't mm. all win all the trophies. We go there because we bloody love it, mm. and they're just not enjoying it, and it's no. miserable. And I think last week we never really touched on it because we would, we had our Madrid review, but that was just horrific, oh, horrific yeah. at all at all um, levels of football. That yeah. that performance they put in was pathetic. Yeah, and I think Moyes now is now he's got his back up because people want him out, and mm. there's been rumours and. It, his quote was, over the last three years, it's been the best time at West Ham West Ham have ever had. Sixth and seventh in the league, semi-final of the Europa League and a final of the European Cup competition. And I think the club continues to grow. 
and it is it is true whatever what all he's saying is true but if you're paying to go watch something you do have a view on it and mm. if you want to be entertained and maybe that costs you three or four points yeah a season or maybe more like you you've had you've had horror stories when they've tried to change the style of play and it's all gone tits up and the mm. re- teams have been relegated but it's yeah it's, it's a strange one for for me not a west ham fan looking in i can see why the frustration is growing yeah um, boy i'm sure Moyes' quote of i don't know what you're saying but he said i'm the one sitting here and i win more so i'm sure that made them even happier and um, and supported him even more than they already do but there's, there's clearly this times it has worked for West Ham and Moyes. And notably, mm. um, this season, right in, in August, Moyes took West Ham to Brighton away. And mm. there's, there's a, I've got a note on here. They each had 22% possession. And I think they won 4-1 on the end or something something ridiculous mm. like that. And no team has had so little of a ball and won a Premier League game before. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they've had... I mean, somehow at the weekend, they had more, more of the possession. Possess- that's the thing with stats. And it, it's, it's a very generic and it shows you a quick overview of how it's like. But... When you're watching a game of football and your team doesn't have the ball, it seems like you're losing, you're suffering, and and they are, and West Ham have been. But yeah, some somehow they had more possession than Forest at the weekend. But the ten games before that, they had less possession every game, and they've had some good results in all that. I.e., they beat Wolves three 0 at home, but had forty five percent of the ball. And yeah, Moyes' style of play is just a a horrible, horrible thing to watch. Mm. And they had what was it? West Ham three shots on target at the weekend. Arsenal, they had one on target. May United, they had three on target. Bournemouth for home, they drew one all there, three on target. So, yeah, exactly what you're saying. But that football you're witnessing, if you're a West Ham fan and you're going to games, then it oh, it must be just, yeah, exactly why they, they want him out. Exactly why they want him out. And I do think this, this run of form has also coincided with Paquetta's injury mm. as well. He is, a, he is their star player, their crucial player that seems to nip things between yeah. midfield and attack. And what they think they've struggled with. Obviously, the Calvin Phillips signing on paper looks yeah. a pretty I'm decent sh- I'm shocked how poor he's been because I almost wanted him at Spurs. I thought, oh, that'd be he's, ideal. He's clearly, clearly not yeah. match fit no. whatsoever. And yeah, not match ready but at all. The, like pro- the problem they're playing, they play a, a, sharpness. a four at the back or a five at the mm. back. So they played five against Arsenal and they played four over the weekend. But then they have three centre midfielders in Alvarez, Ward-Prowse and Phillips mm. who are all doing the same. Mm. They're all, they're all centre defensive midfielders Maybe War Prowse is a bit more advanced going forward, but they haven't got they don't get the legs to go up and down at the moment. They just don't look. There's no um, cohesion between the midfield and the attack. Mm. Then you've got three decent. Oh, Antonio came back mm. and they've been struggling for that other that other striker. Yeah, but <coughs> Bo- Bowen and Kudas look lost at the moment. Yeah. Well, Antonio hasn't played for like two months. Has he come back at the weekend? No. Um, and obviously Kudas has been out in, at yeah. Afcon and that, and that, that that's all coincided with this run of poor form. Mm. And Forest aren't even a bad side. They've got some good players. They're quick on the break. They've got fast players going forward. Hudson, Doyle, Langer, Gibbs White when he's on the ball, M- Williams from right back. They're they're a decent team. Like going to Forest is it can be quite difficult. But yeah, again, it, it was just more of the same, and it was just uh, a classic. If it wasn't for Ariola on Saturday, yeah. it would have been. Four and yeah, Ariola made some very so a few very very good saves. But yeah, it's just a, they followed the same same trend that West Ham have basically been displaying since the turn of the year. Calvin Calvin Harrison he called oh. <laughs> Calvin Phillips um, acceptable in the <laughs> four games three yellows one red and a horror mistake on his debut against oh. Bournemouth it just yeah the red I thought the second yellow was like pretty harsh but it's yeah just, you're on a yellow yeah I mean, what, doing, what his first yellow what was he doing just lost his whole face didn't he but 
yeah, I mean, like you said, the signs and the, I'm not quite sure we might not tell you, but the chanting and the, yeah, the anger towards Moyes was probably voiced the loudest at Forest away. And I think their next three games, Premier League games, very, very crucial for West Ham and for David Moyes. Because they, they have had a really good start to the Premier League season. Now we're 25 games in, but they mm. have had a really good first part, first part of the year. And their next three games, Brentford, Everton and Burnley. On paper, three teams in the lower half, the lower half of the table that they should be picking points up mm. against. Nine, if they get nine out of nine, it's probably all rosy again. Mm. And then they move into the European fixtures. And I think last year, and the last couple of years, I think they, that European run has given them something away from the league. Because the yeah. leagues can be quite oh, like mundane and yeah. like, here we go again. But last year was a perfect example where they sort of, their league form was horrific. Yeah, they were, they were shocking. But that was their fun. Shocking. That was their yeah. bit that they put in their... The players seemed to put in their effort in and mm. they had these great European nights and they went and won a, a trophy. Mm. And maybe they can do the same in the Europa League. It's a different, just a different uh, atmosphere for the players yeah. to, to be in. And I think if they were, I mean, I, I wouldn't know what's best, but I think if they get rid of Moyes now, it's earlier than than the norm. And I think, that, I think they'll be fine anyway. They'll stay up. So is it the time just to go right? Moyes, see you later. Get someone else in now. If they could start now instead of the summer, and it's a few months ahead. So maybe, maybe that's the. I'm sure that's what West Ham fans want. But again, I don't think they're bored, and they're, yeah, I'm not sure their owner are going to do that. Because just speaking from an outsider point of view, looking at the league table as bare as it is, they're ninth, 36 points. They're a point, literally the sandwich in between the two of the richest teams in the world, Ooh. in Newcastle and Chelsea. They're a point. They're a point below Newcastle. Point above. Chelsea hmm. <laughs> like they, and again it's, it's, it's tough it's what, it, like, yeah it's what West Ham fans absolutely hate because they'll be screaming but if you actually just look at it and this is what the owners will do and this is they'll the people above Moyes and even Moyes himself and they look at it all and go well like you just said we're in we're above is it above Chelsea below yeah. Newcastle there like you said in between those two yeah they're, they're mid-table that's probably where they should be and all the rest of it but as you said that watching that football week in week out and and you talk to many of them but games where they beat us and got some good results that those particular games could have gone the totally opposite way so mm. but that that league that league position right now is the exact reason he will not be sacked yeah yeah and, and they'll go right he's in Europe still we'll let him, give him a chance in Europe clearly if you look on evidence again you'll all be going mad but what they did last year then right give Moyes a go see how they do mm. and at the end of the season they'll, they'll tra- they, if they want to change it they might change it but even then I'd I'd be not surprised, but sorry, I wouldn't be surprised if they keep him on. No, he'll, I, I, he'll stay to the end of the season, mm. and I think then they need to have a conversation, depending on how it goes. Mm. Depending on how it goes in Europe and depending on how it goes in the league, then they have the conversation. Like they should have had, in hindsight, maybe he should have stepped down last year, but mm. why would why would you? You've just won it. You want to go again. You want to try and win the Europa League. Mm. I can see why he, stay, why he wants to stay. But David Moyes, I imagine he's not, the most paid, pl- most paid manager in the league. He's a cheap no. option. He's a cheap option, and you know you're going to stay up. All the, like a bit like, um, sorry, Crystal Palace held on for Roy mm. for as long as they could because they bet they're not to pay him much. And they've just got them that new guy in, and that's a lot to do with money as well. He's the, he was the cheaper option, and mm. I think Potter's the name that's sort of creeping up in West Ham. He's, he's, I imagine he'd be quite quite expensive in terms of a manager. So, 
Yeah, I imagine. Well, I know they don't have to, to buy him, yeah. like Chelsea had to yeah. buy him. But and he wouldn't be on Chelsea's wages, but he'll be expecting a much higher pay packet than, than probably what they would have got maybe two or three years ago for him. Mm. Right, shall we move on to the yeah. relegation yeah, teams? Yeah. Well, I'm going to start off with Sheffield United, and what an absolute <laughs> disgrace. They're just a shambles, absolute shambles. Was it your they were your loser of the week the week a couple of weeks ago? Maybe the week before that or the week before that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean they could e- yeah, you could easily them and Burnley like in every week, but I yeah. I can't believe they beat Luton the other week, two weeks ago away. I just don't know how why why did they do that? Why have you done that to Luton? Mm. Luton Yeah, we want Luton to stay. Yeah, up, they're trying their hardest, they're playing every week, they're putting some effort in, but bloody hell, you Sheffield United. It's obviously started with a horror tackle, but from that moment they just packed it in. So Sheffield United have conceded 62 goals in the Premier League this season. That's the most by mm. most ever by a side in their first 25 Premier League matches. Mm. Um, the record, I think, is 89 by Derby when they got Was relegated. it that season? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't really recall watching that season, but Sheffield United, this current Sheffield United team is the worst I've seen by far. The worst. Have, have a quick look. I think it was 07-08. I think it was um, that Derby got was it a nine points maybe eleven I, I think they got so. eleven, but they are on they are on course to smash that record of conceding goals. Yeah, so <clears throat> Derby like I said oh seven oh eight one win, twenty nine losses eight draws, conceded eighty nine scored twenty goals eleven points. Yeah, so sixty two with what's that thirteen games to go. Yeah, they concede oh. two goals a game like that. <laughs> Yeah, even even Birmingham that in that quickly in that oh seven oh eight season cons- finished nineteenth and conceded sixty two goals. So back to back home five nil losses against mm. Villa and Brighton, just a shambles. Yeah, and um, but somehow, like you said, they picked up three points against Luton. I mean, you you were touching it then with the red card. The red card was just ridiculous. That they didn't touch the ball for thirteen minutes, and then um, Matoma has a heavy touch, and he mm. just. Cl- but this. <laughs> Stan of the referee. Uh, <laughs> How is yeah. it hooked him? I mean, there's there's some new decisions this weekend again that are just awful. But yeah, they almost he actually th- maybe he was thinking about is it a red or is it yellow? If I give a yellow, I can go back and then do VR, blah blah. But as a line, I've not just seen that because mm. when I watched him real time, obviously I, it was it looked like a bad tackle, but I thought similar to like a Romero, like he's got the ball and just followed through like mm. like lower part of the leg maybe, but I didn't realise. How high and awful the tackle was, but I mean, he made a tackle like that last season against Spurs on Hoiberg. Yeah, and yeah. the signing of Mason Halgate just blows my mind. Mm. He was—he's never really been fancied at Everton. He's had a couple of loans, West Brom, and I think he was on loan. Spent the first half of the season alone at Southampton. Yeah, got recalled, and now he's back at Sheffield United on loan. Mm. Everton are struggling for their lives. Are so they happy to lend you a defender? Yeah. I think that speaks volumes about what they think of him. Yeah. Masterclass from Dyche, I think. <laughs> Go there and just relegate Sheffield United for me. That'll do. Uh, it was awful, and it awful tackle. And uh, uh, yes, I get it. The fans probably don't necessarily see it, but the reaction from the, some of the players and the the supporters. See, after, the captain uh, came out and said he was yeah, red. That Ahmed Madadushit, whatever his name. What a div. Yeah, just it was awful. Oh, absolutely awful tackle. He's had a stinker in the whole gate. First debut was five nil Villa. Mm-hmm. Obviously beat Lewin and that that at the weekend. So. And Burnley were comprehensively beaten 5-0. They're mm. just pathetic again. Yeah, and they're probably company and Burnley are getting an easy run because oh. Chevron are so awful. <laughs> that we're not, No one's really talking about Burnley or company. Oh, company has got the easiest run. We oh. said about Poch getting an easy run the yeah. other day. Well, my God, Vincent Company. Yeah. And 
I, I, do you know what I think it actually is? Because it makes everyone look silly if they give him a stick. Because, mm. I mean, us two here, I think we've all said Sheffield United and, and uh, Luton down easy. Burnley will be right. Yeah. I think everyone thought Burnley will be yeah. right. Because they walk the championship. Yeah, there's been like, I'd we, say we'll all have eggs on our faces yeah. because we got because um, Burnley have been horrific. Mm. I'd say majority of people probably thought oh, like 14th to 10th yeah. maybe. and Yeah, just, I thought yeah, I'd just be wherever they'll just stay up. But my God, yeah. They're the same record as Chevrolet. Played, played 25, won three, drawn four, lost 18. Obviously not conceded 65, but no, just shocking. Yeah. Shocking. It didn't even have a didn't have a shot on target the whole game against Arsenal. No. Just and he was in the stands when he company oh, Bellamy yeah, was on the side. Just, oh. He wears his baseball cap with his suit. Yeah. Horrific. And company side Burnley have conceded twenty six first half goals in twenty five games this season. That's more than any other team. <laughs> and I, I, I know you would have been watching uh, Chilek sort of Saturday, mm. and as soon as the first goal went in, you're like, oh, he's going. Literally, when it, when, yeah. it, when it came in, I was like, I was obviously happy, <laughs> but I was like, I, I could picture your face straight away, was like, and you'd be like, right, throw your arms, yeah, like, just throw, here we go, yeah. Burn, Burnley roll over, get their, uh, belly, get their bellies tickled. Yeah, hey, dude. <laughs> but they also ship five against you boys as yeah. well, and I just thought, oh. yeah, no, they are just crap. And I thought Chelsea, Arsenal, I think, scored five there as yeah, well. I thought Arsenal win maybe three or four, but yeah, that was just, I mean, obviously five, but yeah, just ridiculous. Ridiculous and yeah, I mean, like you said, I think Burnley for me anyway. Burnley and Sheffield United gone, and then it's the the battle for 18th basically. Yeah, and I I hope Luton stay up, and it's a bit of a six pointer tonight. Mm. Everton Palace as at Goodison, isn't it? Yeah, at Goodison. Yeah, oh, I think home team home win. I think so. Yeah, I think Everton have been like they're fine again going about it, but about the points, I think they'd be what full teams and that maybe third teams. Yeah, they're, they're not great, but. Yeah, they're, they're more than good enough to stay in the league. What is quite ironic is that before Christmas, me and you had a, yeah, had yeah, a podcast yeah, yeah, on Everton yeah, yeah. picking them up and saying, Dyche's doing a good job. Yeah. And they've been on a good bit of form and they're in the quarterfinal of the yeah. Carabao Cup and if they win that, then semi yeah. against Liverpool and it's all going rosy. Like, they've done really well. Like, forget the point deduction, they'll be absolutely fine. Mm. Haven't won a game since. Yeah. Knocked out the, <laughs> the FA Cup. Yeah. Sitting in 18th. They're due a... Um, a decision on their mm. um, yeah, appeal. The appeal, yeah. They were appealed three weeks ago and they still haven't heard anything back. So still in the next 24 to 48 hours, that should... Yeah, I think they win tonight. Like you said, their their form hasn't been great. They've not won in a while. They fought and battled against us, didn't they? Got a late equaliser. Played City away. You can't really do much about that. So And Luton around there, like, oh, they'd be kicking them. We said mm. it last week in Madrid. This could be a pivotal weekend for the bottom... Because if Luton were to beat Sheffield United... Yeah. <coughs> it put some distance between Everton and obviously that's a shocking yeah. result in it. Yeah, bad, absolute sham was a result that, and it just put, brings them straight back into. It. Obviously, they were unluckiest against you know, They battered them for the most part, apart from their idiotic six minutes they had. Oh, that the first goal, the 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 one in the first minute. My God, we I mean I, we talk about all sorts of football and you laugh and joke about some levels of football, but that is that is not acceptable. Is it that player when he just basically? Through balls to Hoyland, just awful. Well, we awful. said it on the chat, didn't we? I said, you train all week, you're playing against yeah. Man United, come on, nice and solid, five, first yeah. five minutes, and your defender does that. My God. Yeah, and he, like, yeah, just... But then, uh, like, you sort of, a bit cliche and cringy, but you, like, admire Luton, because they are giving it a go. They're not rolling over like a Burnley, Sheffield United. They are, yeah, they, they know what they're capable of. They've got their trust in Barkley, they're... they're They've got a way of playing at home and, and and away when they go away, but 
yeah, that that's it's a shame they're conceding goals and Sheffield United at home losing some there were some terrible games. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Luton have been whacked yet. I don't think they've had a five nil or a four nil or a no. They give every like quote unquote top team at home like a really really tough game. Really, mm. I'm just pitch, pitch the top of my head. Drew against Liverpool. Arsenal four three ninetieth minute. Uh, lost one nil to yeah. you guys. Yeah, and we uh, had ten men. Like as in, they yeah, it was a it was a close uh, game. Lost two one to City after taking the lead. Yep. Chelsea. Was Chelsea close. was three, three two. four three or something yeah. like that. Four three. And they could have done much better. Sun again. Yeah, yesterday was close. United had some very good chances. They were they were much better second half. But yeah, um, Luton will. I don't know. I, th- I do think they'll go down. I do think it'll be yeah, the no three one. three sides that have come up. But but also Palace. I think they're in danger. I think they're in danger. Yeah. So a, a couple of hours before the pod, um, Roy Hodgson has stepped down. And we reported last week that he was. Well, we didn't report it. We we refed the news. He would ill and been taken taken ill in training. And um, yeah, this afternoon he has he has stepped down. Uh, Palace have lost ten of their last sixteen Premier League games and five points by the relegation zone. Like we just mentioned, they are away to Everton tonight. tonight yeah. And it's a f- former Eintracht Frankfurt boss Oli- Oliver Glasner mm-hmm. um, has replaced him on a permanent basis. Who's won the Europa League? He has knocked West Ham out en route. So decent record on paper. Yeah, I think he's one of those. He's it's that risk, isn't he? He's a, on paper again, like you said, a European manager had a good record in Europe with Frankfurt. He plays a particular style. Apparently, it's similar to Thomas Frank at Brentford. It's definitely more advanced, or not more advanced, but more attacking and more positive than what Hodgson has been doing. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm not. It's one of those. It's like new manager bounce and all the rest of it. He could be brilliant. He's not there tonight. It's it's Ray Lewington and yeah. his assistant. So I imagine they'll play a similar way. But again, that might they might suddenly put in a performance. No Hodgson. They just go out there and get a result. Who knows? But yeah, that new manager bounce. It might work for a couple of games. But I think it's a it's a big risk. As in, I'm not saying they should have stuck with Hodgson. But yeah, getting a t- whole new team and new facing is yeah, it could go mm. completely wrong. They could just plummet. Because yeah, I don't think the players ever stopped playing for Hodgson. It was more the fact no. that their lack of quality and the lack of the yeah. squad. Like we, like we yeah. joked the other week when we saw Eze and uh, Elise start. Yeah. Obviously, they win, yeah. and then I think Elise scored. Eze scored twice. Elise scored once, and they yeah. both all assisted at the goals. Yeah. The next week, they're injured and yeah. they get battered. Yeah, I do think their squad is poor. They got a poor. poor what squad. can is it Glasner? The, yeah, Glasner. What, what can he do with yeah. Mateta yeah. and? Uh, Odson, Edward, yeah. Uh, yeah. Edward, yeah. Yeah, Edward up front, and Ayu. Um, what yeah. can you do with them? Yeah, he can't suddenly play like prime Pep, and no. yeah, they can't suddenly just turn it overnight. And mm-hmm. you know, we we now play unbelievable football, and we're gonna smash loads of teams. They're still the same players, and they're stuck in the ways of what Hodgson has been doing. So, which I think was Palace's sort of they wanted to get to the end of the season and then yeah. do it because they like they obviously respect Roy, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to step him down. And I think they wanted to get to the summer transfer window, and then that's our reboot. Because now he's got six months, less than that now, to work with the work with these group players who aren't his. And if he can keep them fit, keep the two star players fit, they'll be absolutely fine. I still, I still think they'll be fine because I think Everton are worse, mm. and Forest maybe might drop in yeah. there. I think Everton will will be okay, and I think yeah, Palace could drop, and Lewin obviously keep keep fighting. But mm. yeah, I don't know. It's a 
yeah, like you said, it's still the squad hasn't changed. They've changed the manager yet, but fine. And they've they're going away. They want to uh, brand new face in, but yeah, it could be could go wrong. I think they signed a right back and a sent him yeah. in from Blackburn, didn't they? That yeah, like Adam Wharton has been playing. I think mm. so. Yeah, I think I think Ever- Everton will be okay. Be Luton um, and Palace for that final spot. Right, moving on to the top four. May not have bit picked up a bit of form. They have four yeah, wins out of five. Third, well, technically third, but yeah, second best team in the league at the minute. I think Arsenal top, but yeah, and United, um, pretty good. I was chatting to Ben yesterday on, on a few texts, and I was, and I said it, what I think has started this. They've got the player, they've got some players back, mm. and now Ten Hag seems to have found his best starting eleven. Mm. Shaw's back in the squad. Varane's playing well. Dallow's cemented that right back. They're not swapping and changing. Mm-hmm. Mano is a permanent fixture now. He stays. He's also there. a very good player. Yeah, isn't he? very good. Casemiro, player. I think. Look, you saw yesterday. Like, he's, mm. I think Mano looks a better player yeah. at the moment because Casemiro's yeah. legs might have gone, or yeah. he just looks slow and sloppy and probably he should have been sent off as well, shouldn't he? As a rival fan, yes. <laughs> but my God, if that if that's uh, my centre midfielder that he's getting a second yellow for that, I think yeah, I, yeah, I agree. The tackle itself is. In isolation, it's one of those ones. I say, is that is that? But he's, he's both done of, you know, three or four before. He done three or four to get the first yellow mm. card. So that technically was his fifth foul. Just just a classic one of those players who Jack used to get brandished with yeah. it and Tottenham had players in the past. And yeah, they just tally up, tally up the tackles and fouls. And yeah, it's one of those that he wasn't going to get sent off. So right, he comes off and that's it. Yeah, and that's why he got came off at half time yeah. and. Yeah. And they've got a settled front four now as well. They've got Hoyland, who's now scoring, I think, eight goals in yeah, eight games and or something like that. Seven and six, I think. Um, Rashford's stopped drinking, he's gone sober, so he's, yeah. he's playing again. And, uh, what's his name? Ganacho and Fernandez are obviously, obviously playing well. And crucially, I think, last two games, Anthony, zero minutes. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. As much, I think he's one of them ones now where we've had it with Pepe and Chelsea yeah. have had it with Lukaku and others. You give him a year. And maybe this a couple of bits into the next season, and you know straight away, yeah, he's, he's not at that level no. whatsoever. No. And you're detrimenting you you as a manager by keep playing him. Mm. I think Otto did a couple of looks at Pepe and was like, "Nah, mate, no, no, no." Yeah, I'll play. I'll play the kid. I'll play yeah. Saka. I'll play Martinelli because I just don't trust you. And I know you cost seventy eight, ninety million, however he costs. But you, if I if you are keep playing, you will get me sacked. Yeah. And yeah. they've had to take him out. And Ganacho, that's a much more balanced front mm. three. Yeah. Or front four, if you include Fernandez as well. Yeah. There are yeah, four wins in a row for United. 13 points in five. Like I said, third in the form table due to goal difference. So, yeah, they are yeah, they're bang on it at the minute. They've got good momentum. And, mm. yeah, another really good winner yesterday. Having beaten Aston Villa away, yes. very, very good result. Now. Yes. They rode the luck a little bit. But mm. if you're going to win them sort of games, you have to ride their luck. And Watkins in the form of his life, another two goals mm. yesterday. Like I think he's got fourteen goals now, eleven assists, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and he that was, was a two-one win after I think only one win in their previous four. And within that four, like you said, United beat them as well. So mm. although they are fourth, sit on forty-nine points, two ahead of Spurs and five ahead of United. Mm. Yeah, they're out of the three. They're probably I don't know. Tottenham aren't playing great at the minute, but. Yeah, Villa. Although they're sitting in fourth, I'd, I think I'd almost rather be United, maybe even Tottenham. Like, like similar to Arsenal, really. Just, just on the bridle, just, just keeping the pace with the pack, and then they're ready to pounce. And, and yeah, they're probably you know they feel 
with chasing something down instead of mm. at the top always looking over your shoulder. And you've got to go to Villa Park a couple of weeks, isn't it? Yeah, tenth of March. That's what we're tenth of March. Villa at home to Tottenham. That that's a that's a big game there. Huge game. Have you got to go to Old Trafford? No, we've we beat yeah we beat um beat United at home, drew with United away. Yes, lost remember, yeah. lost to Villa at home. And United have done the double over Villa in yes. recent weeks. They got six points. So yeah. let's drag Villa back into that top four race. Yeah, disappointing result for you boys. Yes, it weekend. was poor. Two one at home. It was um pretty poor. But yeah, Wolves have beat us four out of the last five games against us. A bit of a bogey side. Wolves. I put Spurs outdone by a tricky Wolves team. Tricky. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're de- no, Wolves are decent. Gary Neal's. They got again similar to not similar, but almost o- totally sorry, totally opposite to Palace in that. Wolves Palace just is what it is, but you look at their squads and Wolves have actually got a fucking very very good squad of players and and I think they even had Cunha is out, but Cunha's out for the season, though, yeah. Right? But um, yeah, Neto's still a good player. Juan was was come back from uh, Asia Cup, so yeah, they got some good players and they it was perfect. It was a perfect away performance. It was counter attack, but again, you have those players on the break that are very very good. Neto is some player. Yeah, if he could stay fit, I would love it. They've been rumored for Arsenal. We were looking yeah. at him for a while. I think they put a bid in a couple of summers ago. If he can stay fit, well, he is like a right wing. He's like very good. Demon. He? Yeah, he's he's like very that, good. that second goal. He's like you set up. Like you ain't catching him, mate. No. And then I mean, like, the goals we can see were all like they were centre, but the two goals, the first from the corner, the header that no one was marking. I don't know what was going on. And even the second goal, Neto. Yes, he's ran the level of the pitch, but for some reason, three Spurs players just were attracted to him. Didn't even look around them, and we can see. But. Yeah, it was just a bit frustrating. But essentially, our team weren't good enough. Madison, Son, Richarlison, Basuma in the middle. Just cer- certain players didn't have good games. And yes, we did have Poro and Adogia, and we realised how important they are. But we didn't lose the game because of Royale and Davis. The players around them just weren't good enough. If Madison had a good game, we probably would have won it. If Son was brilliant, we'd have won the game. Richarlison, but hmm. yeah, it was just yeah, poor, poor game. Are you playing at the weekend, or is it? No, we're two weeks off now. Yeah, because of. The yeah, the women play Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. yeah, but they're in the final, so yeah, we're um, two weeks off, which probably help us. Yeah, because I thought that not the result, not that that performance was sort of coming, but I thought you re- you rode your luck a little bit against Brighton. Yeah, we've been pretty poor for a, a little while now. Like, yeah, just not really. Seems like we're starting slow, and then we we do all right early second half, and if we're a goal or two ahead, we we probably hold on. But yeah, we've we've um we've been quite frustrating of late. Seen the first goal. A few times in a try, yeah. it's, it's it's frustrating because you know oh you've got to go obviously yeah. you've got to go score two two to win but yeah that whole like oh here we go again like mm. we've got to pluck up and it's tough like ninety was it ninety fourth minute winner Brighton was late Brighton, yeah yeah, yeah we yeah we've done it a few times it's exciting but yeah it's it'll I don't think it's, it's not a sustainable no, exactly it's not sustainable not a sustainable no. way no. of playing so yeah let's look at the table quickly so you got United forty four Spurs forty seven and Villa forty nine. So this United like form, the four on the trot, has come from nowhere because they've been awful this season. Yeah, and a few weeks ago, probably the start of that run, the people are calling for Ten Hag. Mm. Maybe not. They wanted him out, but it was there was discussions being made. Neville's on Sky, moaning his head off, and and now Hoyland is looks like Haaland. So, mm. yeah. well, Neville did come out and say it's all because of um, is it Inos? No, oh, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, it's probably because yeah, Glazers slightly not involved anymore. Yeah. He's a div, isn't he? Gary Neville is a div. <laughs> if you're listening, Gary, you are a div. <laughs> but that'd no, be interesting because I don't think May not play at the weekend either. I think they were meant to have played uh, City or uh, yeah. not City, uh, Liverpool. Liverpool. 
Um, yeah. But look at their goal difference. There's 35 goals played. 35 goals scored. scored many, have they? And 34 conceded. The plus one yeah. goal difference. Yeah, I was going to say it earlier, but who had... Everton have conceded 32. That's less than Spurs, Villa and United. So, mm. obviously... Villa and Tottenham scored way more, but yeah, United's goal difference is shocking. Yeah, Everton don't score goals at all. Only, no. only the bottom three have scored less than them. Yeah, and Burnley have scored one less than them. Mm. They don't score yeah. goals. I just, I just do think Spurs and United are in a better position. Obviously, United are in good form, so they they've brought themselves back into it. But mm. yeah, I think I think ourselves and United are in a in a better position. And like you said, two don't have um, European football either. No, no. I'm just, I mean, somehow we're still. Playing poorly and getting injured, but yeah, yeah, no, no European football for either us. We've got Villa on the tenth of March, and our run of fixtures up until Newcastle away quite good. Yes, on paper I can say it's quite good, and we'll we've got West Ham away and things like that. And we'll probably mess it all up, but again, until Newcastle away, we've got some good fixtures, I think. And what is quite crucial this year is if, on paper, the the English teams mm. in Europe do okay and get past the quarters and get into some of the later, later stages, then um, that fifth place opens up. Yeah. Is that Which, that's a, is that definite or do the English side, like you said, English sides have to perform? I think they have to perform a little bit. So maybe yeah, if, a City, if City got into the City got into the final and Arsenal got into the quarters, yeah. then probably it would open up. Mm. Uh, they didn't help that Newcastle United both Newcastle and no. Man United both got knocked out, but. I think this. I think that the Opta calculator or so whatever it was was like sixty five percent is going to be. It's going to be um, English top five. top five, which for the first time ever that is. A big. I didn't realize actually. Um, the weekend's obviously the Carabao Cup final. The winner of that normally gets a Europa League spot. Yeah, they used to. Um, it we gets, can, it no, gets, they won FA Cup maybe. It gets the Europa Conference League spot. Oh, maybe it's changed now. So yeah, I, maybe the maybe the, past, the Carling the Cup gets the Conference League and the yeah. FA Cup gets the Europa League. Because it used to be Carl, the League Cup used to get your uh, like your UEFA Cup, yeah. your Europa League. Because Birmingham were in it, I think yeah, when yeah. they won it. And but I think it's so obviously it must have been changed, changed years, since yeah. since the Conference League has been yeah. a thing. So Chelsea, for example, they win that, they're in Europe. Yeah, it don't look too bad, does it? Yeah, yeah. But if obviously Liverpool win it, then it goes to sixth place and yeah. it, it drops down. It drops yeah, down. yeah. Yeah. Right, should we move on to team of the week? Yeah, let's let's go. So goalkeeper, I are we, uh, we leave this leave this one to you. The we chatted about goalkeeper, and I oh know we mentioned earlier he had a good game, uh, Alfonso Ariola, yeah. but they lost, and he was awful against Arsenal last week. <laughs> I know it's team of the week this week, but I've actually gone for the Nottingham Forest goalkeeper, Odious Odiousias Vlako Mendis Vlako Dimas, and we I looked at. I thought about because I think Forest and Arsenal were the only teams with clean sheets, maybe. Yeah, and Brighton. Brighton, yeah. So yeah, Brighton no because you played Sheffield United and I don't think the goalie touched ball. A similar case with Arsenal. Burnley, like you said, didn't have a shot on target. So, mm. so yeah, Forest goalie. And the reason for putting him in, obviously, he kept the clean sheet. I think he made a couple of saves. Yeah. But more importantly, they yeah, got rid, they got rid of that clown Matt, Ta- Matt Matt Turner. Got got him out, and this guy is. He's better. He's no yeah. world beater. Yeah. Um, but he's just a bigger and better presence than Matt Turner. Who, whoever decided to sign him mm. at uh, Forest, like, why are you ever yeah. employed? I think the only reason Arsenal signed him was because he was American and they wanted some sort of people with the owners and some sort of explosion. Yeah. In your, and they have done for the last three years. I think they've done American tours. Yeah. And they got another one this summer. 
and they want they made they actually made money out of him. They made, yeah. I think I made four million pound out of him. So I think that's the reason they did it. Mm. But no, as a number one, no chance. <laughs> so yeah, well done, Odia Size. Yeah. So first defender in is is it Axel Dazazi's first yeah. name? I mean, I've called him disaster in here before, but <laughs> they uh, they uh, yeah Chelsea very very good against Man City and yeah Dazazi was part of that one all at the Etihad. It very very good and suddenly Chelsea look half decent don't they on the potch so yeah Dazazi first defender. That seems to be a um, running theme on whoever we like. <laughs> yes, kill part. Yeah, if yeah. we kill come back take my part, they become yeah. good and we praise them. Yeah. They become really bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, next defender is Lewis Dunk. Um, clean sheet yesterday. Uh, had a quite a nice, easy game. Got an assist for the first goal, I think, or maybe Welbeck's goal. Yeah, the one when it hit the roof. Yeah. The I, roof I can't remember. That, yeah. I think it was the first goal. And um, sprayed some balls upon the pitch, just keeping the ball. And I think it's actually a really solid player. Like we said, one of the only teams to get a, um, a clean sheet. So we yeah. thought we'd put Lewis Dunk in. Yeah, the first midfielder we've gone for is McAllister from Liverpool. Sort of gone under the radar. They're, they're, he scored again, and they're, yeah, title challengers. And what is he? What is he? Fifty, fifty like that, yeah. In the summer, that's obviously Rice has gone for a lot of money. Caicedo, and the lot of midfielders cost a lot of money. He's yeah, he's gone under the radar, and they're doing very well. And yeah, so McAllister slots in the midfield. Well, I think it's gone under the radar. Right? He's wearing number ten, but he's not a number ten. No, yeah, he's playing yeah, like a six slash eight, yeah. isn't he? Like he's, yeah, he's, he's much deeper, much deeper, and he's dictating a bit like a Tiago sort of. Mm that sort of position. He's not playing as the 10. I think that's sort of... People have mis... Um, what's what I'm looking Interpret- for? Misinterpreted him, yeah. misplaced him as a as a number 10 and why is he not scoring goals? Because yeah. if you think he's in a team at Brighton where he probably was the best player, so you naturally... You want them on the ball all the time, you want them in a key position. But at Liverpool, yeah, he's found his role probably. And then the midfield we've gone for is the vote. So we've gone for... Is it Jao Gomez at Wolves? Yes, yeah, yeah. So we've and and, and, and Greer? Adingra, uh, I think, yeah. So he was the one I think I mentioned a few weeks about. Where, like, where's he gone? And he's gone to AFCON. I think yeah. he's been injured. And he came back and scored two goals. And looks, he's he's Ivorian, isn't he? So yeah. they won. They obviously won, won the AFCON. But yeah. Looks very lively. Yeah, he's quick, skillful. So, yeah. Both scored two goals. So you decide who you'd like to put in the team. Yeah. And then leaves our forward, which this week is Rasmus Hoyland. Or was it, is it Willis? Millsy. Millsy, sorry. Millsy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you see Johnny Evans comment. Yeah, yeah Millsy. But um, no, Hoyland, like we said earlier, seven goals in six games. Scored twice against Luton. Only 21, 21 years old as well. So Youngest player ever to do it. Uh, score in seven consecutive games. Oh, really? Like he beat Joe Willock's record. But yeah, he's found that he knows where the net is now. So yeah, Hoyland slots in. Right, prediction. Yes, um, God, you give it a go. I will take this one, and I'm actually going to not do our usual, our <coughs> usual um, Saturday three o'clock. Okay. I'm going to do a Sunday three o'clock. Okay. And the EFL final. Ah, yes. Between the Carabao Cup final between Chelsea <coughs> and <coughs> Liverpool. I've been thinking about this. All week. <coughs> and it's stressing me out that I'm going to say it, so I'm hoping I'm going to jinx it. Chelsea are going to win. Chelsea are going to win oh. in extra time, and they're going to win 2-1. And Chelsea are going to win a trophy, and you'll have our Chelsea fans on our yeah. chat yeah. barking okay. down <laughs> us. Yes, yeah, so I can that see How they're ninth, they're awful, they're tenth, oh, I can see it now. and we've won another trophy, and that's yet. all we do. That's all we do uh, is win. I really hope you're wrong. 
I just thought about it. I thought that's literally Chelsea in yeah. a nutshell. Yeah. They're going to win yeah. against Liverpool. <laughs> no. No. Liverpool win. Liverpool win. 2-1 in the all-time. Liverpool win 2-1 in the all-time. Because I was watching the Brentford game. I thought, oh, Jota's come off here. Curtis Jones. My mate Curtis has come off here. <laughs> They're gonna they're gonna be depleted. Gonna Nunes be got taken off as well. Didn't Nunes he? got taken off. Obviously, Salah came back. Thank God. I was like, come on, Salah, get some form. <laughs> just run. Just yeah. Run. Um, but no, I've got that. That would be the most Chelsea oh, of Chelsea things. That you said that. I can't stop. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And you'll get it even more in the neck because yeah. obviously Spurs and Poch having a trophy. Turn my phone yeah. off. It's yeah. not. Can't happen. I've, literally, I've just seen. It. And you'd have <laughs> Todd Bowley there saying, "Is it Todd or Ted? I don't. Yeah. Even, I can't even uh, remember." Todd. And. Todd Bowley. Uh, yeah, all them nine-year contracts will be worth <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, I hope you're wrong. <coughs> right. Winner and loser. So, I actually I wrote this out yesterday, my winner and loser. And I've actually heard the news today that my winner, unfortunately, has been taken ill. Oh, yeah. Mine following a similar trend, actually. But go on, carry on. Uh, Tony Mowbray mm. was my winner of the week. And um, obviously, well wishes to him. I hope he recovers. But I think they said for six to eight weeks, they're yeah, going to be... Quite lengthy. He's going to be out. Yeah. And his assistant's going to take over. But Tony Mowbray was sacked by Sunderland uh, earlier on in the season, despite only being three points off the playoffs. And since then, he's he's a replacement. Um, Michael Bill has just won four of twelve and actually been sacked yeah. today. But on Saturday, Mowbray um, had his was in charge of his new club, Birmingham, and they beat his former club, Sunderland, two one. So my winner of the week was Mowbray and Tony Mowbray. And I hope you get more well soon, yeah. Tony. Well, strangely enough, my winner of the week I've sort of gone Birmingham City, but yeah, similar vain really Mowbray the fact he's well Birmingham as a whole have had an up and down season they started with John Eustace and they were pretty happy with him doing alright then they had the whole debacle of Wayne Rooney and yeah obviously appointed Tony Mowbray they're, they're decent they scored in the 80th minute I think I don't know if you've seen the video but they go it's a full house at St Andrews which I haven't seen for God knows how long they were going mental when they scored um, yeah and like you said Mowbray fell ill today or over the weekend yeah so it's a bit of a up and down season, a bit of a roller coaster at the minutes, but yeah, that was yeah, sort of Birmingham Tony Mowbray for myself. Loser of the week. Who got you? I have first? gone for Bayern Munich. <laughs> Good. <laughs> have you got the same? The, very similar to the to the winner in that. It's yeah. been a bad seven days for Bayern Munich. Three losses in a row against Tottenham rivals. Bayern Leverkusen last Saturday, a midweek loss in the Champions League against Lazio and a loss yesterday against relegation contenders Bochum. <laughs> Tuchel under real pressure now to save his job as Bayern Leverkusen won again and move eight points clear. Yeah, well again, I follow quite a similar uh, fashion but I've just gone for loser of the week Upper Mencardo from Bayern Munich, <laughs> the centre-back. He's had, a, in terms of a week, he's had a pretty rough week <coughs> along with, like you said, along with Bayern Munich. So yeah, lost three in a row all the rest of it like um, Tate just said but Mercado played 66 minutes before getting sent off in their midweek first leg loss, 1-0 at Lazio. And then yesterday, subbed on in the 33rd minute, received his second yellow by the 77th minute, sent off again against, like you said, relegation Bochum. Bayern go on to lose 3-2. So, Mercado losing a week. Yeah, I literally watched the last 20 minutes of that and I saw him get sent off. They they, they conceded the penalty and then straight away, um, what do you do when you're 3-1 down, down to 10 men? Bring on Eric Dyer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and you see him running around like a headless chicken. <laughs> what is he doing there? Just yeah, he's massive imposter. But yeah, it's quite funny. He's quite similar winner and losers. Right. 
This Sunday is the Carabao Cup final between Liverpool and Chelsea. But which two players have won the competition the most times? Oh, I have no idea. This is a rogue guess. <coughs> Brian Giggs? No. <laughs> oh, is it it's two players you said? Two players I've played for the same club. I've run in the same amount of times. Ah, mm. uh, literally no clue. Um, it's a, it's a more modern player than Ryan Giggs. Okay, okay. Rooney. No. All right. One more guess. One more guess. I'm gonna go away from Man United. Who could it be? Vincent Company. Close. Closer. So if we're playing our one to a hundred game, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'd give you eighty. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So Man City has to be. Yeah. <laughs> um. James Milner. No, he's gone too far away. Oh, okay. I thought he's one. Okay, all right. Uh. Is it dessert? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Stick like Vincent Company at that that era. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Last guess, and then you you can give me more clues or tell me. David Silva. Close. You're in. The, you're in the ballpark. Oh, for God's sake! Think of that elite team they had. Aguero. Yeah. Okay. Is he one of them? He is one of them. Aguero. <clears throat> Zabala. No. I don't know. Yeah, I'm Fernandinho. Ah, oh, Fernandinho. Okay. Fernandinho. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I guess loads. But I was thinking, Man City. It's basically their competition for a last six times: yeah. 2014, 16, 18, 19, 20, and 21. Bloody hell! They won it four times in the trot, didn't they? I think. Yeah, that's almost that. That's why it's Bacar. It just is what it is. League Cup doesn't matter. Mm. Oh, good, very good. Uh, hopefully, your prediction does not come true. Yeah, no, I um, I hope I was just literally sitting there on on Saturday and stressing about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, that brings a close to another episode. Yep. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, apologies last week for the audio issues. I think we, I think mine was wrong. Jim's wasn't. Yeah, it was all wasn't all there. We think we just we rushed still it. We rushed. It. I think we we're still hungover, hungover and drunk on Mao and <laughs> uh, having it, having a lovely yeah, time. It was. Good intentions, good intentions. Mm. But no, um, hopefully the sound is much, much better this week. Yes. But it looks the things it should be. Yeah, I think it looks good. We seem to be where we need to be on it. So hopefully, yeah, it sounds yeah. much better. So we'll be back again next Monday with another episode, another review of the weekend. So um hope you have a lovely week, loyals. Yep. And stay loyal. Stay loyal.